Damn, can't wait to hit that rhythm. What's going on? <laughs> What's going on with our days, boys? What did I even do today? I was working today. There's nothing to talk about. God, I love how brutal the UW campus is. It's so fucking money for me. Just so much 70s concrete. What are we going to talk about? How's the car, dude? How's your car doing? The car's running well. Is it? Yeah, it's running. It's running great. Do you have her gassed up all the way so that when you go up a steep incline, well, you what I realized, around? what I realized is, I thought, I thought something was really wrong with my car for the last three or four weeks or a month, and uh, the car stalled out about four or five times on a hill um, on a delivery earlier in the week, and then I realized that there was no oil or coolant in the car. The car was... Oh, on top of that. Yeah. So I put all that in and well, it's, yeah, it's that, good. Well, yeah, you know, that might have had, you know, marginal influence on it not being able to pills. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, when you have low oil in your car, your shit seizes up and jams. And then you right. your car has a jammer. It yeah. has, like, two... It depends on how many pistons. That's how many jammers it has. It has Four a, it to eight. It has a myocardial accident. Is there? Is there? A are there eight lips. pistons? <laughs> is it a V8 in the in the bands? Uh, I don't know. I think so. How many pistolinis does it have? God. How many big bangs does it do? Anyway, so you didn't take care of your car. The uh, car that yeah. you got for free. Yeah. Yes. Woof. That look I just got. <laughs> <laughs> that look I just got. That's a big contention with you and Seb too. Have you guys have you guys worked that out? Yeah, we've worked that out. How did how'd that go? How'd that conversation go? I can't remember. Damn, you guys had to have <laughs> a conversation. So worked out. What I what happened to, what happened yeah. to my day is I was having a perfectly, perfectly peaceful day. Until you showed up. And then in the last thirty minutes, I've been stewing on a lot of people. That I really dislike. We brought we brought him up. We brought him into the the homie sphere, and it was probably a mistake. What is but, homie code? You know. Homie code's where you just you don't you don't do it. You know, it's like look, you know, big no nos. You're like you've got homie brain. You're in a situation where um, things can really come up for you. Like you could be on your like ninth snooze of the day, or your like seventh black black, and you're like, yeah, you know. It's homie code to not do this, you know, but I'm going to do it. It's like that except with, like, relationships, right? Exactly What right. other kind of homie codes are there? Um, How many homie code violations have you seen in your life? <laughs> I mean, one homie code yeah. is, like, you know, not dating your homie's exes unless you have approval. That's true. Is it money even if you have approval? Um, That's really I mean, debatable, right? Anecdotally, it's proven to not be that money uh, <laughs> just through spectating that kind of thing. I've never done it myself. What'd well, you see? actually, in high school I did, but it's like a little bit different. What's that? What did I see? It, um, yeah, I mean, I saw dysfunction. I saw uh, complex uh, triangulation. Dysfunction. <laughs> dysfunction. Is a complex <laughs> triangulation ever function? <laughs> <laughs> no, usually... I, I'm, I, used to, I mean, it functions in a way, but not in the way that you want a, re- a, a relationship to function. Daddy, how did you and mommy meet? Well, son, <laughs> me and my homie had a very complex triangulation with your mother. <laughs> and everything worked out. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's never how the story ends. You've seen a thousand homie code violations. I've seen them and done them. Yeah, no, I've done them too. We all have. There's the yeah. little, there's the little trivial ones when you're like poking fun at your homies and you you kind of step over the line into bullying without realizing it until you just catch the homie expression across the table. I thought homie code was bullying your friends. <laughs> no, no, we, we got Seb that one time, right? No, it is. We got Seb so wound up, we had to like check in with him about it. <laughs> this is like the first year in the house, I think. Uh, I don't know. I feel like that's happened 
plenty of times. I mean, that's I really that's, wasn't that's happened. In the house, that's happened to me, sure but I always I always keep it secret from you guys. Wait, what? What? Yeah, it happens. You guys bully me all the time, and I just I don't show it. You know. <laughs> well, you deserve it. <laughs> yeah. How do you deal with violators of homie code? Well, you know, they can go all the way out. Uh, you can rein in the relationship. <clears throat> you can do a check-in, or they can go all the way out, or you can do one of those things where you just kind of walk it back for, like, three months, and then you maybe step yeah, back I, in. Yeah, I like you the, like... In, you put them in the... Uh, penalty box. The penalty box. Yeah, I like the penalty yeah, box. You, you, put, you put them on the shelf, and then, and then maybe... Yeah they earn the right to be taken back off the shelf and brought in. If it's a close homie, you usually the check-in is the way to go. Oh, absolutely. Because check-ins are so, can the be dir- really money. Um, Direct the most, communication. The most money and can elevate a, a homie relationship beyond what it what it could have been before. I mean, that's how Someti- I, sometimes a little I really I, I like the, really the hard line. The next level. I like the cast out, though. I like, yeah, I like that. Yeah, aggressive ca- I've the cast passive aggressive. Not even passive aggressive. Like letting them know. Oh no, I just don't let them know. I just uh, like, leave them on red. I've been told that I'm like a little psychotic about how hardline I cast yeah. like people in my life out. Oh yeah, I've it's, gotten that too. It's just yeah. like well, I'm you're like, objectively, and hardline. it's like you know, this uh, is goodbye and cases, never yeah, again. Sure. But I, I don't. Maybe I just get off on that. Maybe that's sick, but. I'm into it. You get off on casting people out. I don't damn people I, that like have it coming. You get I mean, off. I, you get off on being withholding one too many times. You got to go. You're fucking gone. <laughs> a habitual line stepper. <laughs> I had a friend that had a predilection, or that's a terrible word. He just had a habit of really violating that kind of shit. We were. I was hanging out with a girl that I was dating, and he. I invited him over for a barbecue. This is the first time he had met her, and then he proceeds to like talk about like uh, my my Tinder dating life. And, like, how many people I had met and, like, that I inspired him to use Tinder because I have, like, met people. It was, like, so out of this world. Like, why are you – like, with he's such like, an dude, obvious – like, He's like, dude, you were such a, just a reckless rake for so long that it just inspired me to get on Tinder. <laughs> you were an in, yeah, you were an incorrigible Casanova. A yeah, it's like, Casanova. I was just a like, what are you – Don ta- Juan. Like, not even – none of these things are even true. <laughs> no, dude, you were shipping and dipping all around town. I remember it like it was yesterday because it dude, probably was yesterday. I'm standing here and I'm just like, why? And then there was another time he met another he person. Thought, he probably thought he was just complimenting you. No, 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 no. Because there was <laughs> Talking time you up. He hey, met, hey, hey, you're with a real big dick player. Yeah, dab it, dab Yo, it. man, have you ever watched Mad Men and just thought, hey, I want to be like Don Draper? Well, that's what I feel like when I look at Stu, man. <laughs> so then we, I'm dating someone else and I he mean, meets you him do for have the first that time. gold dick, for sure. And he explains to them how I'm like... Uh, he explains, he's like, yeah, and Stuart just always fits in with everyone. He's just a chameleon. Dynamite. He's actually yeah, just dude. like, yeah, he's just calling me fake to this, like my new partner. I'm just like, why? Why do you keep doing this? You're a habitual line stepper. Yeah, Stu will just out. do or you know, say anything to get along with people. He adapts to any environment that you, that you place in. Is that person in, here? Regardless of how no. fucking oh, I was gonna say, they're in the unhealthy box. that environment is. They're in Dave's is. penalty box yeah. just by by proxy. Well, I put a lot of people that I have no relationship with in the penalty box or just they're out. Yeah, well, I yeah, catch wind of some I'm, shit. I'm like, goodbye. Well, I mean, you got, you got blown them. up about doing auditions, right? You got blown up at the dinner yeah. table. And there, like, there was a little bit of a of a penalty box, but yeah, we call we, it the sin bin. We we the sin bin. We that's a relieved that whole situation. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. NHL uh, 2K11. There's the oh, he's gonna be spending five minutes in the sin bin. Hell yeah. <laughs> hey, but uh, uh, so auditions. What's an audition? Uh, 
man, I'm like fucking sitting at dinner with two this, homies and the partner. This is how Dave makes everything. Friends. We're just having a good dinner. Somehow, art projects or some shit like that gets brought up. And Worst, the driest thing to ever come up. Yeah, and, and then they're like, "Oh yeah, that one thing that," and I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And they're like, "Yeah, that one." And then like, someone at the dude, table was like, that? "Was like, yeah, it must have been really weird for the uh, uh, the other girl that was there." And I'm like, you know, just like. Oh, everyone, yeah. me and my oh. other homie are just turn our heads and we're like, and then it just spirals and it just keeps spiraling and the fucking abyss just opens up and just gets so fucking wet <laughs> and so fucking profound and oh, so a, cold a wet abyss. and so dark of just of lies and delusion that is developing at the dinner table and just eats the whole table at once. It sounds like the movie The Blob where the, and, I, and where I'm the blob, looking, at, I'm looking across the table just be, I, you know somebody? when you just someone crosses homie line and you're fucking baffled. You can't even say anything. You're just like. What? Yeah, I do know what and that's just, like. Right. And you just want to go, what the fuck are you talking about? That's kind of what happened. And, uh, I mean, the thing with, that was tied about it is the, like, the angle or the kind of narrative that was being created wasn't true. That person knew that and cleared that up. But basically, there was like, you know, was l- like lightly, I went on a couple dates with this person, but, but I was also interested in this other person. Extremely informal deal. Yeah, you were auditioning both, him. Right. So both, both these people happened to come to a show, <laughs> and then this person at the table was like, oh. For an yeah. audition. You were auditioning dates for all of your friends, <laughs> ladies. Please, and it created this just like yeah. You you had a you had a camcorder set up. That was yeah, brought, there was a couch in an empty room. And oh I was, man, <laughs> and I like the thing you're so was, brutal. I think you're was so you're brutal. so fucking dark. And the thing was is like never saw Dave's face for two or three days. I waited. So how old are you? <laughs> for for two please or three, sit down on the couch. You're so, behind a one way mirror. Somehow Dave looks scrambler. Dave looks like twenty pounds. Heavier on the on the camera, but you never see his face, just his gut. Dave's first and second dates are always his shirt a always scrambler. stays on. So when was the first time you slept with somebody? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! It's so good to see you again. I'm glad you enjoyed the first date. <laughs> this is these are the guidelines for the second date. Damn, dude, I can't believe you date like yeah, that. Yeah, you're fucked off, That's really man. brutal, dude. We gotta. I mean, why would you subject God. someone to that? Jesus. Yeah. Is it the easiest way to? Uh, do auditions is to get them all in the same party. Every like, listen, I'm having a show. Like when I DJ at the library tomorrow and I play smooth jazz and ambient music, I'm just gonna do some auditioning too. I think. Wow, wow. That's oh, that's tomorrow. Oh. Yeah, baby, we're all gonna hang out. All right. There's a there's an anyways. <laughs> it was it got cleared up. I was like, hey, homie, what the fuck? And he was like, oh, I didn't mean anything like that. That's I was bullshit. Just See, that's around. why I don't even talk to them. I just know that they did mean the worst possible. They had the worst possible intentions, and so I just cast them out. See, this when was they say that I didn't know. This was lying. an outlier. They they were just fucking trying to stir the pot and be dumb, and it was all good. I don't believe I it. I mean, there is there are some homies that just uh, wait. You can you name the homie? No, we're not doing that. There. <laughs> okay, we're not doing that. Yeah, no, that's boring. It's all good. I don't think they would find it that dry. Anyway, you were saying? Well, I was just saying that, that there are some homies that, you know, um, maybe don't have as much of a filter as others. And also a part of their personality is being being transgressive and stirring the pot and talking about taboo shit. And, yeah. and, and they just, you know, because of that aspect of their personality, they step over the line periodically. They're a periodic line stepper and sporadic and you know if you love that homie you gotta sort of forgive him for those uh shortcomings and but yeah that's a that's a brutal situation where 
it really um it really snaps you. Well, it really really gives you some relationship whiplash. And there's like a fine line, right, where it's like you're objectively fucked off, clearly. Like there's no gray area about this. You're wrong. Goodbye. Fuck you. <laughs> right? That's fine. I can come back from that the majority of the time. But then there's the other the side. Majority of, of the time. <laughs> there's the other side of that threshold. Carry over here. There's the other side. Uh, so I can come back from that well, the majority of the time. <laughs> those are the like, okay, you're good. You fucked up. Or you're goodbye forever. But then there's the gray area ones where I'm like, am I? do I just have the wrong expectations? Am I not able to let go here? Am I holding on to some bullshit where like cross homie code or whatever? And it's probably yeah, more Or, or like my if I issue. made the same mistake before and I'm just being like, um, well, I'm having a double standard. Well, yeah, that's the exactly. thing about homie code that's so great is that it's kind of vague and you just get to like uh, just make you just get to castigate someone when they do something you don't like. And you're like you just violated homie code because that's the true nature. <laughs> you can that's wheel, the undercurrent yeah, you of can it. weaponize homie code pretty easily. Yeah. And there's a few things that are just like basic, like basic human decency and like being a respectful adult. But the majority of homie code is like, hey man, that wasn't fucking cool. That hurt my feelings. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's so tight. <laughs> Yo, man, you fucking hurt me. <laughs> it's tight. I violated homie code a senior year of college because I was living in a house with a bunch of homies and we bought like an ounce of weed or something like that. Or no, we oh, yeah, went in a on lot way of, more than there's that. A lot of there's a lot of homie, homie code, code with weed. That's weed, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, no, we went on on way more than that. Now that I'm thinking about it, but um, uh, it was like a uh, yeah. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> it was a e. Yeah, yeah but uh, it was like a twelve thousand yeah. page manuscript on the rules of and codes of weed smoking with your homies. So I broke homie code because the 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 amount the the unspecified amount of weed was just like it was just like in a communal area, you know, whatever. Um, God, it'd be so tight if we had just hollowed out a Bible and stuffed it in there. How that, fucking epic would that have been, dude? Yeah, dude? yeah, and just got high and watched Boondog Saint, Boondog Saints, Boondog, Boondog Saints. Saints. <laughs> You're out. <laughs> You're dried up and out. No, it would have been even. Yo, it's my favorite movie, bro. <laughs> it would have been even. Bleh. It would have been even more money if we had hollowed out of just collected writings of Nietzsche, dude. Oh fuck. <laughs> yeah, fuck Philosophy Nietzsche, bros. dude. Nietzsche is. He's a fucking badass. <laughs> it would have been amazing if we had just hollowed out a fucking. Um, oh man, Aris, just Aristotle's fuck. If just a copy of fucking. Uh, uh, infinite jest. Just dude. a scrumpy, <laughs> just a scrumpy musket from the 19th century. <laughs> just a hundred and fifty dollar brass mug. I wonder from what just <laughs> Filson. <laughs> I, I really wonder what he thinks of just all the bullshit. I've always just wondered what he thinks about all the people. Like, oh yeah, I read Infinite Jest, man. Yeah, fucking. Blah, blah, blah. I think we he. Know. I think he Wait. just straight up offed himself. <laughs> yeah, you mean, yeah, he's dead. Like he doesn't think. I, like if, but if no, he no, could have saw he's this so whole bummed, thing, he out. killed himself. Yeah. He's just like fuck it. Yeah. He, anyway, like, he's like all the. He's like all the most tedious people in the world. So you had this weeding, you violated somehow. Yeah, no, I, I just scooped a little bit up and squirreled it away in my room. Oh, I you mean, just, I stole squir- so much drugs from my friends. Yeah, and that, I mean, I always thought that, like, when I was stealing drugs from my friends, I was like, yeah, this is what we're all doing. Like, we all, like, we're going in this together, but we're all, all going to be like, yeah, I'm going to take a little piece for myself, but I know he's taking a piece for himself, so it's egalitarian. Yeah. Well, yeah, but that's, that's how it worked. That's, well, n- that's not that's really, right? Like, that's just the rationalization. Like, uh, so here's another good that's, example. So that is, but that, that is the miraculous drugs. leap that, that um, you <laughs> have to make from, like, a like reality to, like, a libertarian fantasy. 
Like or, that's the miraculous leap. No, You're calling me a libertarian. That's, <laughs> yes. Well, that's the Shots miraculous. <laughs> that's Shots the miraculous fired. leap of of um having homie brain. It's just yeah. like, oh yeah, everybody's doing it. Yeah. Like yeah. But so I sure. so here's here's why it's homie code is because I brought uh, at some point I actually so I had a panic attack. I'm trying or like a, a meltdown. I'm trying to remember what it was. Uh, I can't remember why. Um, it was pretty unprompted. We well throw uh, a dart at a board of neuroses. Yeah, I, it was it was it was uh, not triggered by the thing that triggered it was uh, inevitably not what triggered it. <laughs> Excuse uh, me. My therapist would agree with me on that probably, and I think um, it was that someone you had heard him, Dave. someone had stolen my coat uh, at a bar. That's yeah. what that's what prompted it, and I just fucking lost my <laughs> what mind. What kind of like coat a, was it? Like a Cliff Bar? Um, it was this like uh, what did you just <laughs> say? The pull up bar. <laughs> God! <laughs> what? Oh, a God. Xanax bar. So someone no, stole someone a, a, stole his coat at a bar. Oh, oh. I Not that he, he had a Cliff Bar tucked in a I fucking jacket. Said, <laughs> I thought he said and a bar. God! <laughs> I'm just trying to get the details no, straight here. Someone stole, God, dude, was someone stole a, cliff jar, a Cliff Bar out of my jacket at a bar. Someone fucking stole my coat and my Cliff Bar. No, um, uh, I had That would make sense as like the neuroses, though. That, that was <laughs> yeah, a kind of bar. <laughs> Oh, what kind of bar was it? <laughs> was it a Luna bar? Yeah, yeah a little bar of soap. <laughs> and I a little and Dove I, bar. And I got so oh, I got a little bar. I got so wound up about losing this Dove bar that I was like, we were we were we were we were we left the bar. We were in, this is in Baltimore. It was uh, I think it was in Fells Point. We left the bar. Oh, Baltimore. And I, I was so I, yeah. You seen that show, The Wire? Um, damn, dude, Yo, that dude, was that's, tight. That's where the wire. <laughs> that joke landed big with me, dude. <laughs> Deep <laughs> impact joke. Bigger Yo, than the Luna bar. <laughs> is that JDL? Yeah, man, McNulty, McNulty, dude. What a what a fucking guy. I'm glad God, that you just I brought up the rear on my bed joke. <laughs> 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 you just came through. For I wanted I appreciate to say, that. baby, I love you. I see and that. I miss and you I too. Appreciate that. <laughs> Yeah. Um, th- so. <laughs> yo, we're, yo, we got into a rhythm here. <laughs> <laughs> My story is amazing, anyway. So, okay, go. No, uh, so um, I was like doing shit where I was like, I was so fucking dying and losing it. I was just like crying, and I was doing the <laughs> shit where I was like, I, I in on, two man. cars Come in a, on, two cars man. in a row. Instead of walking on the sidewalk, I got over to these parked cars and I walked up the the hood and over the roof and down the trunk, and then I walked oh, over yeah. another one. Tight. And then I got home and I called my dad, just sobbing. <laughs> and he was like, it's just a coat, man. He was just like, Alex, I'm so sorry, but this is just a coat. And then he was like, thanks for calling me, because I didn't like call him that much. <laughs> um, Jesus. He was happy to be supportive. I didn't know what to do. Uh, I was really fucking dying. And then I brought up the weed. And I was like, you guys, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, man, yeah. that's not cool. We all paid for that equally. We're supposed to be sharing it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> just in your it's a show of integrity, the fact that you brought it up and you ended up I had a moment succumbing to that. This is a yeah. weed story related to homie code. I was 17, I think. Maybe I was 16. We went to Los Angeles. We lived in Palm Springs. So we go to Los Angeles. And does anyone remember? I forget what these bongs were called. They were called like Zongs or like what were they, like the oh, yeah the Z the Z yeah, yeah. so yeah. Zongs. you Zongs, pack them with ice yeah so we bought one. Really someone tight. bought one of those when we were at at one of the at the head shop and we were like collectively excited we're like oh yeah dude this is gonna get us way higher it's gonna get a desire this is gonna make the big difference yeah it's gonna get a zong <laughs> zonked um <laughs> and uh so i we bring it back and we're packing the bowl and i fucking break this bitch break it right away just instantly i'm like just being clumsy smash it it's done and uh um, you gotta i'm walking and i know what homie code entails 
you got to go down and buy another one for everyone. But Oof. while I, when I leave the apartment, I just break down, break down and start ugly crying in the middle of Hollywood Boulevard. <laughs> <laughs> Probably the most I've sobbed. Like there's like a few moments in my life that I've sobbed that hard. And that was one of them. Cause wow. I was so Damn. deeply embarrassed and ashamed of myself for having broken the bong. <laughs> Damn. Damn, dude. Yeah, should we, a, should I don't we, think it was really about the bong. The I think I had a lot of other things. Just times that we've sobbed. Just full on oh, sobbed. Dude. Dave, no. when's the <laughs> last time you sobbed? Oh, I love that, by the way, last time I sobbed. Yeah, he's like, which one should I <laughs> choose from? I had a pretty, I had a pretty like, out of nowhere sob a few months ago. Two yeah. or three months ago. Maybe a little bit longer. It was like a post-therapy, got in the car, drove five blocks, and had a big sob. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, for sure. That's why I don't do therapy, man. <laughs> we hit a we hit a pretty big chord in me, and I was just like... <laughs> she really... She really just right in front of Green cord. Lake. I had a big one of those uh, last week. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Not, the, not this... Yeah, not this... Yeah, like a week and a half ago. A big one. Yeah, but it was good. It was a really good thing. Yeah. Ooh, I was struggling. Yeesh. Is cathartic? Uh, it was helpful. There was relief. Yeah. Um, it just gets so fucking tight in there. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> just really needed yeah, to Yeah, it gets knotted up. Every once in a while, you just gotta, just gotta let it pour out, man. Oh, yeah. Like, know. when you break the zong, you, you gotta fucking let it go, man. God, and you gotta man, go buy a new one. It's so brutal when you're just, you're rolling on, like, $40. Oh, yeah. And you can't afford any misstep, and you just break the zong. Yeah. That was, <laughs> and you, I think, I'm pretty sure, and this is when a moment that I realized that those things are really cheap, and, like, maybe people pay $200, but the head shops pay $10 for them. Oh, for sure. Um, was that I showed up, and I was still pretty teary-eyed, and I told the guys what happened, and they sold to me for $30. And I still had ten. <laughs> Damn, dude. What'd you do with that ten, though? I probably bought more weed. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah. You so I would say you made a full recovery. <laughs> yeah, no, I immediately like recuperated. Like I came back. Yeah, that's beautiful, dude. You get into action. I came out of the ashes. I mean, you either you either make a recovery or you just kill yourself in that situation. You know, that's those are the true options left <laughs> if you violate homie code by breaking the bong. If you pass, if you take more than one hit another violation well not no more than two hits was the rule yeah well yeah when y'all were smoking weed with the bong was it different was it's it one. wasn't hit hit pat yeah no, it's, it's just one it's just one yeah, and you yeah. really gotta bang it you gotta bang you gotta load it, it yeah, bang yeah. it but yeah. don't overload you, it you, you gotta catch it you yeah. got to hit your well, absolute ceiling and then maybe go past it a little bit. And blammo, dude. And just a big blammo, like Gotti's fucking kid. On you got him. On, <laughs> on the bumper of his car. You got to. Smooth <laughs> as fucking. Hairless blast of weed smoke to the dome piece, dude. <laughs> no, you know, you know what you got to do is in the cypher, there's going to, like, that tip you don't really know that well. You got to impress her with a huge rib. Yeah, nothing impresses a tip. Did you impress her? Like, uh, did, did you impress her? Hey, did you? Did ya? Did ya impress her? Did ya kiss her? Did ya? <laughs> well, did ya? Well, tell me, did 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 ya? God. Well, did ya roll a big fat one and smoke it with her? Did ya? Well, did ya smoke with her? Well, did ya kiss her? Well, did ya finesse that swisher? Did ya finesse the swisher? Did ya watch Netflix? Did ya put on the first Matrix D on DVD? Well, did you? Did you play Gears of War while she watched? <laughs> well, did you? Well, did you kiss her? Well, did well, you? Well, did you? Did you get her a frosty? Well, did you? Did you watch Deep Blue Sea? <laughs> well, did you, boy? Did, did you? Did you? <laughs> 
did you? Well, did you puff puff pass? God, that's you? so tight. Just impressing your friends and tips with, that you're around with just we, your weed, weed smoking smoke. prowess. Oh man, you know you got to pair. God, with? those were the those were the good days. You got to parody you you got to parody yourself. Literally is what I'm saying. You have to pair the huge, like really impressive and obviously professional weed consumption with just like such a worldly cynicism and like bitterness. Oh yeah. And like oh, a yeah. And like a like a like an edgy uh, sense of humor. Yeah, nonchalance, but also sense of humor. And then you got to go on an amazing rant. And um, oh, God damn it, stop! Dude, you're giving me PTSD. <laughs> I used to, yeah. Holy Dude, shit. I got I've triggered myself so bad when I went back to Baltimore and I went back to the bar where we used to drink. And like, there's like four person booths and six person booths. And I walked past one of the six person booths where I just swear to God, my whole mission in life was to sit with five other other people and show out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. Just be somebody. Oh yeah. I remember one time I was like on so much acid and there was uh, like, I was having a party at my apartment that I shared with my homie Ryan. And I went on what became like just in the lore of my homies, like an epic rant about how terrible the show Doug was. And how it's just a terrible model for the animated uh, show. Yeah, the animated show, the Nickelodeon. The Quail show. Man show. Quail Man. <laughs> you were going yeah. in on Doug. <laughs> I was going in on how. I was going in on how much of a a, a pussy Doug was. <laughs> God, dude, for not asking out Patty Mayonnaise. Well, yeah, for that, for like. There's, what did you always ask out people that you liked? There's a there's an episode. No, I've always been fearless in the oh, yeah, department. Oh yeah, sure, right? For sure. Well, there, there's one episode where he has like he has like four strands of hair, and uh, <laughs> and the whole episode is centered around his like paranoia and fear of going to the barber shop. Yeah, to get getting his a haircut. haircut. Yeah, and then he finally goes, and they just do one snip, and it's and it's over. I don't know. I was on acid, dude, and I was trying to, you know, I was whoa, just you were so fucking loaded, <laughs> dude. I was so. I was loaded. I was living my best life, dude. I w- and I was ranting about Doug. I was one time <laughs> high on a lot of coke, and uh, it's, tight. it's really tight. And pretty. Wait, drunk did it and work? High. Well, I'm sorry to interrupt, but did did it work? Well, don't you know, do that again. I, did you? Well, did, did you? Did you? Did you kiss her? Well, did you convince her? I mean, uh, well, did you impress her? <laughs> well, did you? Did you? That, Tell me, did you impress her? That was his whole ploy: was complaining about Doug not asking out Patty so he could ask out. From come. so yeah, she's so, she's from, just sitting across from. Him and she's like, "You fucking suck, dude." <laughs> <laughs> like, why are you talking about Doug for? Yeah, 40 no, minutes I, I at think me? I think subconsciously, like in my just uh, asshole acid adult brain, I was my asshole <laughs> my ass adult brain. I was adult, trying to adult brain, <laughs> adult. <laughs> That's actually the one. Uh, thing. I was trying to differentiate myself from Your Doug, but deep down, I knew that. Doug and I were a lot alike. I think the you know thing I, mean? I miss about working at cafes the most was watching... I have to distance myself from Doug. <laughs> they can't know that I identify with Doug, so I need to go on this epic rant about how Doug is a, a poor... Um, Example of masculinity. So you were you were telling the story, and then on the walls there were just melting Doug faces everywhere, and then <laughs> yeah, and like you looked down, and, and there were little du- little spiders with Doug faces. Yeah, and they were going, was, "You're lying! You're lying!" <laughs> yeah, Doug was flying at me, and Doug had bat wings. He was <laughs> just swarming around. I've mostly my head. just been imagining you, uh, your rant having a soundtrack, which is just the Doug intro song the whole time. <laughs> I, the, I, the Quailman song, where he's like um, banging on a trash can. 
spitting on a street light. You God. Know that? <laughs> <laughs> Is that time for you? I was just thinking, I remember I had this moment where when I was working at the so cafe, good. and it was like the first or second Tinder date. I think they came in twice, maybe, or I, I don't know. But it was it was obviously like a Tinder date. They didn't know each other. And like this guy just proceeded it to talk. Audition. He just talked at her about like the Sopranos or some TV show on HBO. Maybe it was the new Curb Your Enthusiasm or something. He just like talked at her for 45 minutes. That's how and it's, just, that's like, how Stu does his first date. And it was Always. so tight to just watch how just how disinterested she became and the whole and i remember so vividly the whole time did you feel better about yourself well the whole time this? i was just like going i on? kept imagining putting his whole head in a blender and then watching his face just get torn apart by Good the dude very nice i had, yeah, had a go. i had a date just like that um about like nine months ago you brought this girl over to his house and then he's like hey can you see there's something at the bottom of my blender. Could you fix that for me? <laughs> yeah. Damn. God damn it. God damn it. God, dude. Can we not? So dark. <laughs> Just, hi, my name's Yosef. Dude, like, how'd you, did I already tell you that story? Damn, dude. No. So I, you, was that like Drita's date in the truck where she got trapped for like two hours? Oh, yeah. That was really tight. <laughs> God, that was an amazing story. <laughs> no, no, no. But, uh... <laughs> uh t- <laughs> well, it, it was. Look, just you were as dark as I am in the past thirty seconds. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, what happened on the center date? It was we went to Victrola. It was like a it was a Sunday morning, and um, and it was it was pretty it's pretty obvious like right off the bat that it wasn't gonna be a great date. Like you know, I just had an intuitive sense, but it ended up dragging on so long, and I made um I made like four efforts to get myself out of there. Like I, well, and did I, you get and, away? And I, well, did you? I find, Damn, four. Yeah, no, th- that's, that's where that's, you just like. I don't. I don't think a, it's that brutal. Well, no, like, no, it hey, got. I, no, hey, I don't that, think that's, that's what I did. I have to return out. some videotapes. I, I, I gotta return some videotapes. <laughs> yeah. I've assessed the situation yeah. and I'm leaving. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like God, I, why I probably God? should have pulled something like that. But yeah, it was. It was to the point where um, I was like, I had to go meet up with Ben to work on pylon shit. Oh shit! Ben. And so I like actually had like a reason to leave uh, promptly. You're not just a shitty the best narcissist. Reason to leave. I had the absolute best reason to leave. I was about to get a fresh squirrel suit to carry me out of the morass and, of that date. Anytime and, that you are gonna, you have a reason to go hang out with Ben Shaken, you have the best reason to leave where you are. Yeah, and and I couldn't have possibly explained that to her, and even her and her like just disoriented, oblivious sort of uh, tipping. Mode, she wouldn't have probably been able to understand unless I just showed her a picture of, of or a video of Ben Shaken just being zooted and being a homie. Editing a video yeah. on his computer. <laughs> just banging the keys. <laughs> what, uh, just making goofy jokes. Like maybe that would have communicated her the urgency, but. So you were a tip for her, obviously. I guess so. She yeah. Was, she was not. I guess you so. felt trapped. That's but what she, you just got to go. It, but it was crazy. I have to go. Yeah, no. I, I have, I well, have to go. <laughs> I'm leaving now. I have to go. I'm leaving. I don't know that you should do that. I mean, no, you we surely were in, I have to go. We were in public, dude. It makes we it were seem like you should make sure I've you... screamed like that in public. Whatever. Everyone go fuck themselves. Yeah. I have to go. And it makes all of your friends really uncomfortable. Whatever. I don't care. Hey, I don't care that I'm screaming in public. But anyway, so well, how did you do she it? Kept, she kept uh, like dragging me back. She'd be like, okay, no, I know you have to leave, but I got to tell you this one more thing. Oh, God. So, so one time in, <laughs> oh, God. Uh, in like, in like oh, uh, Five Hooks, North Dakota, I went to a hot air balloon uh, convention, and there were so, let me tell you, there were so many hot air balloons. <laughs> <laughs> you're, like, you're like, I 
can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> yeah. No, but and that's I just fine. I felt like somebody had taken my head and put it right over the flame that powers the hot air balloons and just <laughs> held it there until just my skin peeled off and got sent up into the balloon. Like the dude in Damn, that's uh, so like, tight. like the dude in uh, um, That's my shit. <laughs> yeah. It's really my shit. Like Indiana Jones, the new oh, space. Yeah, yeah, it just peels <laughs> off. Yeah. Um, so that was that date. That's the end of the story? That was that date. <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah, no, so I, I finally, no, I did have to pull a power mood where I was like, power mood and a power move. Where you I was had like, a power mood? <laughs> I got into a Damn, power dude, mood. Power moods. And was like, look, I seriously, I have to go. I have to go. And it was like, it was respectful but stern. Well, you know. And she got the message. But she did hit me up the next day about The Sopranos and how I had recommended it to her. And she had watched the first episode and was extremely impressed. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Well, she was extremely okay, impressed well. with your... Uh, with my taste in, in television in shows. massively <laughs> popular television. <laughs> yeah. recommendation yeah. for one of the this most popular shows of all time. Te- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not an esoteric deep cut? What are you talking about? <laughs> esoteric deep cut. It's like, oh, you like anime? God. Have, oh, man. Dude, there's Akira? this movie. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's so, have you ever seen it? Oh, it's... Yo, the motorcycles are so badass, dude. It's dude, just, like, I, so smart. Like, I don't know. Is that, like, when <laughs> you kept getting... I mean, that movie is really Is that, like, when you kept getting pug good. photos? What's that? You just kept getting pug photos? Oh, 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 oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can, you, oh, yeah. can you check in with us about that? <laughs> <laughs> Has that been coming well, up for you lately? I haven't been getting as many lately, actually. Um, Let's people, check in about it. People have... You've been going to the co-op? People have hit the brakes a little bit. What's that? You've been going to the co-op? Uh oh, that oh I didn't realize that's what you were talking about. Okay, well, I thought you just more meant generally like people learned that I liked pugs and I would, and then it just became the only thing people ever sent me on Facebook Messenger was just like links to pug videos. But you're talking about a specific person. I see. Where yeah, you're we going. we flushed that out pretty quick there. Yeah. Should we check I, in about it? <laughs> I mean, there's nothing to check in about. Sad. <laughs> I like that people like are just like, oh, how am I going to get Alex to pay attention to me? <laughs> or <laughs> that's yeah. I mean, that's how I imagine people just outside of me think. <laughs> is they're just always thinking, hey, how do I, how do I get Alex to pay attention to me? Now Jesus. that it's slowed down it's a little my bit, my highest priority. <laughs> I think I'm falling out of favor since I haven't been getting so many bug things. Well, no, you're slowly disappearing is what's happening. Uh, yeah, they found somebody, somebody else. No, no, you're, you're actually disappearing. Oh, I am. My physical form yeah. is becoming incorporeal. I was jogging yesterday. Uh, that might be true, actually, just based on like how limited my social life is nowadays. Yeah. You I know, love it. You know, they yeah. say when you die that uh, your memory lives on in the brain of others. Yeah, the, the traumas that you've caused in others but I was jogging, live on. <laughs> I was jogging the other day and thinking about how Ayn Rand was... Uh, she has that quote where she was getting interviewed about, like, she was really old, and she was like, well, do you fear... People are like, do you fear death? And she was like, well, I'm not going to die. All of you are going to die. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember that. I've watched that interview online. I I've think it's, uh, Jesus Christ. It's true, isn't it? Well, hey, we're well, talking. Hey, we're talking about her, aren't we? Wow, that it's contradicts tight. what she said. Well, um, this dried up real fast. I think yeah, it's I mean, my you, fault. You bring Ayn Rand yeah, into I mean, any it's conversation. My fault. Remember really when? Uh, I'm sorry, I'm messing up the rhythm. Remember when? Rhythm. Remember when we found an Ayn Rand uh, follower and um, and extreme fan person? 
I don't. I don't remember when that. You're happened. talking about at Thanksgiving, at Thanksgiving, and there was a person there who was like, "I really love Ayn Rand," and then the the room dried up because we're like, "How do?" Because we're a bunch of like weird passive like. You mean uh, at Seb's place? Yeah, when like in everyone's internal reaction was like, "How do we cast this person out as quickly as possible?" But like we oh. didn't do that. We just kind of were like, "Oh yeah." No, uh, I didn't miss a beat with her. No, I shipped. Uh, well, I mean, okay, I you know I'm describing my past behavior. Ship. No, I didn't miss. I didn't miss a beat. We shipped. <laughs> 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 so no I was just I immediately went into that it just all my fucking crazy Ayn Rand anecdotes like oh yeah yeah she was really something wasn't she like you know she loved amphetamines and she used to love to get really spun out and just put on these like old big band records and just dance jigs for everybody she loved to jig she loved dancing people said she didn't have she, she looked pretty robotic but she had no shame about it <laughs> like I was just <laughs> I was just launching into shit like that I was yeah, like what's you... your favorite Ayn Rand book I mean come on now like you know she had like a small devoted following of young uh, male um, like intellectuals and she just slept with all of them pretty recklessly what do you you know did you like Alice Shrugged <laughs> that's true I mean you know when I'm on one I can I can roll with the punches um, yeah, but the, I, I think I remember you telling some anecdote about how Flannery O'Connor said that Ayn Rand was like one of the uh, biggest pieces of shit writers <laughs> on the planet or something <laughs> oh if I can oh if I can bring up Flannery O'Connor in any context it's so money for me that's <laughs> such a wow thank you for reminding me about that I really but the the, the room so I was fully self-obsessed in that moment and also in this moment but to check in about the rest of the room's reaction to that it was just like a let's get past this there was just like a, everyone was like okay moving on yeah it was the, it was just a homie code violation show your hand that you have conservative pol- politics yeah, when you when you show your interactionary. Yeah, when you when you say you know capitalism brings us a lot of good things. Have you ever thought of that? When you yeah, bring yeah. that up in conversation, that's a big homie code. When a, when a homie's like, hey, you know, I've been watching these videos of Steven Pinker online, <laughs> and uh, you know, I really think that capitalism has alleviated a lot of poverty. And I mean, it's been a generally force for good. That's respectful that they've done something. It's not just the thought that came out of their idiotic brain. That's pretty, well, yeah. I mean, that's pretty idiotic thought, though. Yeah. <laughs> it is, absolutely. But at least you, like, you consumed something. You didn't, just, you didn't just think about it from, like, watching you and the grocer, like, the <laughs> checkout clerk at the grocery interact. <laughs> yeah, okay, I know you <laughs> I definitely yeah. had a homie code violation like that when I was still still living in Baltimore and going up to New York, and I was at a party in New York where this, uh, I can't remember. She worked at, like, um, it was, was before Spotify. Oh, she worked at a major label and was just, like, trying to figure out they were trying to get streaming off the ground because i think this was like 2009 or 2010 or something uh and i remember thinking like well god isn't that kind of like wow so you like uh did you kind of do like a the evil empire thing like because like yeah that must be kind of weird working with all those people that um uh you know are just kind of like exploiting artists like that like it seems a little strange she was like no i think we're i really love my team I think we're like really supporting creators and like thinking of really creative solutions for moving the industry she forward. Can't, she can't. She can't differentiate the uh, between like li- thinking the people that she works with are pleasant and uh, the fact that she's creating like systemic shifts in an entire industry that's going to negatively affect creative people. Worse than that, <laughs> I think. I think she just didn't know that she was brutal. Right? She was just like. She was just like, no, no, they're great. Like they're probably all nightmarish people, but. 
That reminds me. Oh, you want to know a good homie code violation? Yeah. That uh, reminds me of the movie The Comedy, which is like full of conversations oh, yeah. like that. Oh yeah. And well, homie that, it, code violations. It was that exact scene. Yeah. It was that exact scene. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, someone once explained that, um, like in the. <laughs> In the graffiti community, um, you know, toys are like people that just are whack, right? Do you know about that? <laughs> I, I mean, some people no. able to explain it. Yeah, well, just basically like a, a way to like slander somebody is be like, oh, yeah, that guy's a complete toy. Okay. Like, you know, his throw-ups are garbage. He's not That's like in, uh, in hockey, like Canadian homies will be like, uh, if there's like a guy in another team who's just kind of a duster and like not that good, they'll just be like, that guy's an absolute peasant. Just a peasant. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> so hey, just I, this is my uh, this is my one hockey. Uh, You've already injection. made a hockey reference. Oh yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, the sin box. Oh yeah, the sin bin. Sin Sorry. bin. The sin box. The sin pads. <laughs> sin box sounds a little different. Okay, right, sorry. So go. Sorry. Okay, you? sorry. I interrupted. I mean, there's really nothing to say except just like uh, there's like something called toy dar. It's like when you can tell someone's a toy, and some people don't have it. So that's like another way to clown on people is be like, oh yeah, homegirl doesn't have, no, she doesn't have no toy dar. <laughs> uh, so you violate you violate homie code severely when you just like uh, approve of a toy, not realizing you're doing it because you don't have toy dar. Is it a violation of homie code when you exploit somebody's lack of a toy dar to make fun of them in front of a group of people and they're not even aware of it because of their obliviousness? Mm, well, it's not respectful. I don't know if it's a violation of homie code. It's kind of what happened with the Ayn Rand thing. Yeah, but it's tight. No, you can you can blow someone right the fuck out of the water in front of a bunch of people if they're I just, down with I something just like remembered, that. I just remembered that scene in the You'd be violating homie nude. code if you didn't blow... Like, AO was in perfect alignment with... Yeah, homie code by blowing her right out of the water. Your oh, fucking thanks, your visual that you just came up with was just reminded me of the scene from the new New Jurassic Park where the pterodactyl just scoops that woman out of the water and then just takes her uh, like to like three hundred feet in the air and then just drops her. Dude, in, you into are so the... dark. <laughs> Which, I mean, that's what we got to be doing out here. The new one dark, is that the newest God, one where they it. bring him to the mainland, or is that the one before? It's the one before. I haven't seen the newest, newest one. So why are you referencing it as the new one? <laughs> well, okay. God. Damn, this is Stu. Yo, this is the, my favorite shit that Stu does. We'll be watching like a sci-fi movie, and he'll be like, dude, aliens would, wouldn't be able to do that. No, this is different <laughs> from that. That is like a, t- like a tight homie thing to say. This is a valid criticism. Of what- but look. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. no, no. It's good, because this... This is kind of your role on the pod. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Do what I can. What's a, I consider a violation of homie code is when you hate someone with like power soul, but then your your homie doesn't hate this person. It's like a, it's three people. You hate one of them, and best friend won't hate them with you. Ao, do you have any experience with that? Fucking, no, Stu, we don't have anything like that. <laughs> it fucking kills me when that happens. <laughs> Woof. Shots fired. No, I'm not looking at anyone in particular. What about room. when your like really good homie is dating somebody that you really don't like? What about when your really good homie is dating? Um, yeah, you heard me. <laughs> what? Uh, it's brutal. Just dating a pterodactyl. <laughs> what? What if your homie is dating your tan Mercedes-Benz hatchback behind your back, not telling you? What if your homie is just just putting his D in the muffler of your tan Mercedes hatchback? What if your homie's dating your vape behind your back and just sucking on snaking it? Snaking your Seuss, your Seuss. 
just snaking your Dr. Seuss behind what if your, your back, hom- What if your homie's just going into your closet, Dave, and just taking all the fucking satin jackets out of there and then... Putting them on. Just putting them on. Just taking taking selfies in front of the mirror. And putting on, like, the cure that's and tight to me. Sw- swinging little dicks around. Yeah, that's tight. I love that. What if... Uh, I love that. Dave, where are you? Yeah, where are you at, dog? Need a cup. Yeah, I mean, we can get you a cup. <coughs> I mean, we're shipping it. Are we about to wrap? Yeah. Do we want to end on any thoughts? No. You should really think before you violate homie code. I think that's true. Yeah. I think that's really true.